right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. vaguely 2016-ish days when everyone was still using terms like red tribe, blue tribe, and gray tribe was this idea of, hey, we're the people who actually have autism, but not the Downs (laughs) kind. We are super smart and believe in technical solutions. And there was a lot, not a perfect overlap with rationalists, but there was something similar. Okay. And one of the big things there was... um, or I should say one of the useful things they contributed to the discourse was just absolutely shitting on alleged experts and professionals. And they were kind of at the forefront of the movement to point out that experts had no idea what the fuck they're talking about, about any Mm -hmm. given thing. Yeah. Which then of course went on to be co-opted and adopted by what in that time frame people were calling red tribe. And you know what? They're absolutely right. To your earlier point, what brought us to that, I have not been to a doctor in literally a decade. No. The last time I was at a doctor, I caught them Googling what I was trying to talk to them about. Yes, sure. Last time I went to a doctor, I got a knee surgery, and my knee still just doesn't really work. So what we're coming to here is experts are, in fact, absolutely worthless, on the optimistic side of it, we live in an era now where, yeah, it's a little capital intensive and time consuming, but as we were talking about, I can just replace my mixer and then replace my mic and then call my uh, internet you know, service provider. But the, four but the times. problem with that is maybe this is a problem. And this is actually where it turns around again. This like, Okay, you've encountered a problem with you've encountered a problem that you think is your microphone. So you start beating away at it and you and I will get on a call and we'll go, okay, let's do some stuff just to narrow down if this is coming from the microphone or not. And then you do that and you think you have it solved. So you're like, okay, it's in the microphone. Let's go buy a new microphone. That'll fix the problem. And then you buy the microphone. And then there's another problem. The problem is, oh, shit, it's not working on this new mic either. And you don't want to return it because the process to return an Amazon package is three or four more clicks than I have the patience for. So now you've got two mics and neither works right because you haven't diagnosed the problem correct. And then I'm thinking, boy, I wish that we had a a system of accessible experts not on a fucking Reddit forum, which is not accessible at all because tied to that is all the, you got to have to have all the behavioral modifications necessary to not get banned from Reddit. Otherwise you're cut (laughs) off from that information service. Internet is very bulky. It Uh doesn't offer a lot of answers to things. 
but when you try to solve the problem yourself, I, I don't know about you, but I get caught and I go, you know what? Let's just fucking go to the doctor. Let's just consult the YouTube and watch a two-hour Linus Tech Tips video about how to fix my internet problem so that I can podcast again. And it's like being dipped headfirst into the lake of hell every time you have to go through this where you have to Google the problem to fix it or you have to end up capitulating. You go, you know what? My balls have hurt for weeks. I'll finally go to the doctor. And then you do. And you know what they do? They give you Advil and then you don't take the Advil <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and you end up getting better an hour <laughs> after you've went to the ball doctor. It seems like the only medicine to mm. a problem is placebo. There are times I think that's exactly right. And I was actually just having that conversation with my mother. Oh gosh, I guess it would have been Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, you know, placebo and just, just talk yourself out of it. It's the dumbest thing to say, but literally just snap out of it. That's the only outcome you can hope for anymore. We and should you know, have real experts. Real experts would be fantastic, but we don't live in a world anymore where that's possible. It's odd. Ahoy, like, Aaron. When's the last time we met a real expert about anything? I, I avoid them. Yeah, because they're terrible. Actively avoid them. You encounter a problem, and the, and the problem, it, you can't solve the problem by consulting the experts because you go to a doctor and they give you Advil. After yep. Googling the problem. And or HRT. You, yeah. And that's what they give you. And then and then you go home and you don't take the Advil because you're lazy and you don't like taking medication anyway. So it I doesn't can't relate do anything. To that. You take the meds? Yes. Why wouldn't you? Why would you? That's gay. No. Have you seen the side effect labels they put on those things? Yeah. Have you considered just eating some fruit and some fried liver instead? I mean, what kind of medication? Yeah, I, I guess I would have to know what kind of medication like Advil. I'll take Advil. It works for you. Um, yeah, sort of. I mean, it's not great. It depends. Uh, you know, like ibuprofen. I, I love ibuprofen. I, I, I don't mm. take it that often because it wrecks your liver. But uh, it's a good anti-inflammatory. You know what I have been taking a lot of lately? <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Melatonin. Oh, See, yeah. That stuff just gives me a wicked headache, dude. Dude. <laughs> so the doctor, if you have sleeping problems, the first thing the doctor will do, I'm t- doc, I'm fucking... I can't sleep. And the doctor will go, okay, go to the store and buy, or they'll just prescribe two to four milligrams of melatonin. And they'll now, tell you to take, you take it for the like gummies three days. Or do you take the pills? I take these chalk pills that taste uh, like uh, grape. You got to get the gummies. And they are 12 milligrams each. And I oh, take two Jesus to three Christ. of them. That's to bad go to for you. Bed. Woo, buddy, it's great. It's not good for you long Your term. brain chemistry, you might be distinct from a baseline human at this point, Bird, if that's what you're <laughs> Melatonin doing. is like sleep steroids. You're going to it's the affect best. your body's natural production of it. And then when you get off, you're not going you're really not gonna be 
you're really not going to be able to sleep. Well, I've taken it. I took it for two days and then I cycled off. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. I'm doing great. It's the only medication I've ever encountered that works. So is that kind of like when you take too much acid and you get uh, vitamin B deficiency and they tell you to just drink a monster? Is it the same sort of deal? I like that. I like being on. That's the other medication I use all the time is monster. Yes. So yep. for me, I'm a Red Bull guy at this point. I still drink a lot of other energy drinks no, because I wrong. like energy drinks, but yeah. Red Bull for me. I Yeah, I no no. You're both 100% correct. Cor- yes, yeah. I, I agree with what Aaron just said. Couldn't word it myself. That There's no bad choice with Monster or Red Bull. My no. favorite personal Red Bull flavor is the coconut. Oh, dude, it's so good. Coconut is refined. I do the uh, Monster 300 uh, coffee. Oh, the Those Moco, the Moco Loco, or whatever it is. Uh, no, Loco? not not the Loco Moco. I've 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 moved beyond that. That's like generic <laughs> Monster coffee. Um, they have a couple. This new one's flavors. got extra milk, and it keeps me <laughs> twice as awake. Yeah, this this one has uh, three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Um, I think it's what uh, is like three hundred mo- milligrams of caffeine. How That's much like, is what, that? Nine cups of coffee or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I think three cups. Or maybe six. I don't know. But uh, I have such a caffeine um, dependency and also tolerance that uh, you know that's what I need. Monster comes out with a new, a new uh, Java flavor, and um, I just latch. It, it's inevitably more caffeine and more guarana extract and whatever else they oh throw in there God. that I just need it. Aaron, a single shot of espresso on average contains 60 milligrams of caffeine. What's the math on that? That'd be like five of them. Five shots of espresso in yep. that beverage. Injected in my veins. And then 800 calories in sugar and to disguise <laughs> the, the whatever's yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. And it's really sticky. Sticky icky. It's super oh, sticky. If you drink one of those monster <laughs> coffee things, they put like... Some kind of milk that lasts for three decades in yes. it. Yep. And it's so sticky and you drink it down and it's like bad, man. It's not quite cummy, but it's really not good. Yeah. Not good at all. I cannot wait to see what health problems I have when I run into the brick wall of my 60s. Well, you passed your prime already, so oh, it's I whatever. I'm, I'm on the decline, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and it's not... To me, it, you know, the whole health lifestyle is you're fighting back the bad years. Yeah, trying to make up for all the terrible decisions that you made in your 20s. And, oh, um, gosh. But also <laughs> making those same decisions again <laughs> in your 30s. They always go, they always, so here's the thing. You live the healthy lifestyle, you put five extra years on your life. The p- problem is you'll be living those years in your 50s. Yeah. I can't Whatever. imagine wanting to expand my own life. Like, you why does anyone know. want to live longer? No, absolutely not. I'll be happy if I die in my 70s. Like, you guys know about the Brian Johnson guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, cr- the cryo vampire guy? The dude who's literally vampiring his own son? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, some typical billionaire shit. Don't he, like that stuff. He did actually successfully reduce his epigenetic age, didn't he? That's what I've heard. But at what cost? Billions of dollars. Literally his soul, for one. He's very strange looking. You know, I think just like seeing him on the street would Ugh. be enough for it to be a self-defense situation. I really do. He reminds me of Data. Yeah. Yeah, man. He looks a lot like Data. Data's whole struggle in that show is that he's trying to become man. You know, he's grappling with the problems of, you know, I want to desire. I want to feel. And isn't that just exactly what that guy is doing? Very vampiric. That guy's never had the delicious sensation of a sticky monster energy Coco Locomoca. <laughs> yeah, can you even call what he's doing living? When the passengers when the passenger side floor, like you can actually see it because it's not covered with monster cans. Aaron, we're the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the I think we're all I think we're all kind of in something's orbit. <laughs> Do you want to compare compare the floor the floor of your cars? <laughs> Listen, you like to hit the gym? It feels good. That's awesome. Sucking your son's blood out of his veins so that you can live longer is Basically immoral. The same thing. That's immoral. <laughs> it's it's the same thing is. as going to the gym. <laughs> Slapping down a, an 800 calorie monster mocha loca before you go into your shift, and then you get a little tummy sick because it's very it's very heavily I'm in gonna, your stomach. I'm actually going to Google this. Uh, I'm going to make a recommendation they to They use the like listeners. heavy water in that stuff. By the way, <laughs> I'm telling you. They use, they, yeah, they use water that's heavier than normal water to make that stuff. Yeah, Run right it? out of the reactors. I'm telling right. you, if you, I want listeners. For the you're listeners. probably driving. For Aaron, the listeners. Give, just, Aaron, let me sit and get on the oh soapbox because I want to I suggest a challenge to the listeners. Go to your local and find two, two cans, one of Monster Mocha Loca and one of any other beverage that's not a monster or a monster and hold them, one in your left and one in your right hand. And tell me the Mogaloka is not at least twice as heavy as the other thing that you can find <laughs> of the same size. All right. Absurd. So specifically, I'm talking about the Java Monster Triple Shot Mocha. It has a big 300. The 300 is in red text, isn't it? I think I know the yes. one you're talking yes. about. How many yep. of those are you drinking per day? Uh, just one in the morning, but that's on top of a regular cup of coffee when I first wake up. Cup of coffee is almost two espressos. That's almost seven you're at. All right. And then, um, you know, Salty later caramel? on. Which one? Uh, I, I do the, uh, the mocha. The mocha. Mm-hmm. And it is 300 milligrams of natural caffeine. This stuff is just. It's natural has so got to be in heavy quotes there, right? It's doing a lot of lifting. <laughs> Yeah, let's look at the ingredients. I think Rich the first ingredient is brewed coffee. Brewed coffee. And then of course the first milk. ingredient is brewed coffee. Sugar. All right, that's not good. There's also Cream. an ingredient on there called inositol. Well, you know, that's all the way down there. Pyridoxine. How bad could that be? Paradoxine? You know, yeah. both of those two things sound like artificial hormones. <laughs> they do. I'm going to throw this in chat GPT really quick. What are these? Oh, 
turn on the advanced data analysis or whatever the the new plugin is. It's so good. Okay. I've been in spreadsheet hell. Spreadsheet fucking hell for the last two weeks. Between work and wedding. What am I putting in? Spreadsheet hell. Welcome to Timeline Earth, everybody, by the way. Glad to have you on board for today. There's not going to be any news because there's not any Car Campit. Car Campit being the CEO and he's not around to tell us what to do. I Google stuff. And that's what's <laughs> happening this week. All right. What's bad about each of these things? So you pointed out, Aaron, let's just look through the Mo- Java Monster Triple Shot Mocha. <clears throat> the ingredient details are... Brewed coffee with all the stuff in there. Taurine, fine, right. whatever. Cocoa, yeah. sodium bicarbonate. That's to make it a little bubbly. Uh, Panax ginseng, natural flavors. Microcrystalline cellulose, whatever. We know what that is. Sodium citrate makes it a bit sour. Caffeine, they add. And then there's a number of really weird ingredients that follow. And we may maybe we do know what some of them are. But we're just going to take a look here for some side effects of each of the following p- ingredients. So first of all, you'll see carrageenine. The FDA considers it safe in very small amounts, but it is associated <laughs> with gastrointestinal inflammation. So oh, that's no. why you're taking all that Advil that ex- right there. That and you, go and you my... shit yourself every time you drink one of these. <laughs> that explains the multiple emergencies they I have put, every day. They put a thing that makes you shit yourself into the coffee so that it works better for you and stops you up when you stop drinking it. That's number one. Yeah, Calcium <laughs> alginate. Generally, okay. it's considered safe, but it contains lead. So <laughs> that's not good. Next, we have niacinamide. That's vitamin B3. It's very good for you. So that's yep. fine. Glad for including that. Sodium alginate is, is c- counterpart to the calcium alginate. Uh, it's okay, and, but an excessive intake of it can cause an imbalance of sodium, which inhibits kidney function. Um, All it's right. used as a thickener, which is why it tastes like cum. I mean, it, whatever. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Next up is inositol. Considered safe, but high doses do cause you to shit yourself, fellas. This is all starting to make sense. It's supposed to be used as a medication to make you shit yourself, and boy, does it work. And then there's, of course, L-carotene, narnitine, tartrate. yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. In high doses, it makes you vomit, shit, and have seizures. That's (laughs) fine. Whatever. Sucralose, obesity, pyridoxine, hydrochlorate. Causes nerve damage and skin lesions when there's too much of it. And then riboflavin is makes you pee a yep. lot. And it also oh, contains milk. I've noticed. So you call these a small number of, of ingredients. I've noticed all of these symptoms after drinking a monster. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I've noticed you know every what? single symptom. Nothing feels better than cracking open that can on your way to work. You want to take Man. a look at the Red Bull, the Red Bull coconut ingredients? Let's I do bet it. you they're better. What's Actually, your preferred Red Bull, Paws? I have an empty can of the strawberry apricot next to me right now. Strawberry. All right, Paws. We're going to do the strawberry apricot since you're both drinking these beverages frequently. Products. Products. Uh, is that a special edition? It's Africa. called the Amber Edition. The Amber Edition. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Uh, so this contains. Look at how they hide the ingredients list. Wow. I could read it off to you right now. I've got the can next to I me. I don't have the speed of typing. Hold on. Fucking bastard. Where is the... There be, so this is... Okay, so I do want to say this is the first thing that's very weird about Red Bull is they won't show me the ingredients. It's going to be like bull cum in it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was always the joke when people first found out about taurine, right? I, yeah, I think it was. Let's see. And they're lying about their, their caffeine count, by the way, fellas. Is it higher or lower? They're saying it's higher than it definitely is. For well, Red Bull? For Red Bull. Okay, all right. See, Red Monster Bull. wouldn't lie to you. i can't find the ingredients list i cannot find the full ingredients list let's hear them pause you know why because it's none of your fucking business okay so we got carbonated water okay sugar all right glucose sugar citric acid sugar spell sour taurine okay sodium citrate Sour. Yeah. Natural and artificial flavors. Well, that's just vague enough to vague. work. Yeah. Caffeine. Cool. Colors. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll buy it. Which one? Nias- right. Niacinamide. We looked at that on the that's on the other one too. Yep. Make you pee, pee yourself. Pyridoxine HCI. I think we had that on the other one too. That one makes you yes, that one makes you gives you skin lesions. That one is B six specifically, according to their parentheses on the camera. We'll categorize that as energy. Yeah. Then we've got calcium pantothenate. Okay. That's the thickener. That's not on there. Uh, Let's see, calcium pantothenate. Uh, Calcium panthotenate or whatever. I don't know. It'll know. It'll figure it out. Uh, Overdosing in this chemical can cause diarrhea and stomachal discomfort, itching, swelling, dizziness, and trouble breathing. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, vitamin B12. That's good for you. That's in meat. Yeah. It's almost healthy for you to drink. Maybe there are testicles in it if there's meat chemicals in it. Yeah. Huh. Overall, did that sound like Red Bull was better for you? Because it sounded like Red Bull was is going to be a little better for you, except for that one thing that makes you not be able to breathe anymore. How, ma- how many grams of sugar in that, pause? We've got... Oh, no sugar in it. Total carbs, 40 grams. Total oh, sugars, wow. 38. Oh, Just all right. I got more. you beat. I got 32 grams of sugar in my yep. triple shot. That's amazing. In the coffee, chocolates, syrup thing, there's less sugar than in the Amber Edition, strawberry, apricot. Coffee and chocolate don't necessarily have to have a ton of sugar. I guess. But artificial fruit flavor does. Yeah, it it makes sense. This is bad. This is bad. No, it's fine. It's fine? Yeah, it's fine. So back to the thing with the doctor will definitely tell you not to drink any of those. Yeah, 
But what do doctors know anyways? And that's my point is what the fuck do they actually know? Because I have, we have gone through the problem of trying to fix stuff that constantly breaks and then it's a new problem. So self-diagnosing is fucking over, super over. Then you got to crawl back to the expert and you end up in a situation where, and this is the crux I wanted to get to on this conversation pause, the only experts are the ones I agree with. Yes. So true. Always has been. Th- this is a problem for the, I, for the idea of objective truth. Either, either there's such a problem with trying to find the experts, and it always happens to be that the only good ones are the ones that I agree with, and that makes a big problem for it, or there's really just no one who's an expert except me and maybe another guy. I think for me, there is a there is a narrow window of advice that I will take into consideration, and the the edges of those windows are defined by um, uh, convenience, and uh, we'll call it uh, the cut of their jib. So, not any percept for you, not any perception of how correct. They are as a matter of truth, it just has, how well they deliver it and whether or not what they're saying sounds right. Yes. If, if they are aesthetically and uh, aesthetically pleasing and persuasive in a way that I can relate to, then I am more likely to take their advice. However, if their advice exceeds my boundaries of inconvenience, then I will not take that advice. How do you know the devil isn't giving you advice? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I would need more. You got to add another qualifier because you said convenience and you said how good it sounds. So there has to be one more. Is it in the Bible? <laughs> That's yeah. N- uh, I- <laughs> well, this is Pause. where we can get. <laughs> There's well, your other qualifier. Is it in the Bible? Well, if, if I'm taking it already, we run into a problem already. I, I guess I guess how do I know that the devil isn't giving me advice is because I would recognize the devil before we even got to the advice stage. And how I would do that is what are your qualifications? What say that are again. Your... You got to say that again for me. I'm slow. All right. So the the way I would know that I am not taking advice from the devil is because Before you even get advice from somebody, before you even identify them as an expert or a potential expert, you have to look at their qualifications, right? You'll know them by the fruit. Is that the, your, you're linking the lesson to that basically? Yeah. So if you see that they went to yeshiva day school (laughs) when they were, you know, a a child that you, they're automatically disqualified. You're you're talking about bias bias confirmation. Yeah. Well, bias confirmation in, in the context of, uh, of, uh, expertise, like, uh, well, yeah, but you, but you, but isn't that the first thing that you said was if what they're saying is within your boundaries? Yeah. But being like the boundary, the boundaries are only apply after you've, after you've accepted that they may give you advice, which, which comes from, the how the cut of their jib the cut of their jib how they look and how they look. and and if what they're saying 
is within the boundaries of some other rule set you've already said is true. Yes. So if you picture Aaron's mind like a castle, yeah. this is that thing where you've got the first wall, and then the courtyard is Aaron's entire as a logic is Mott and yes. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of <laughs> multiple defense rings. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Multi-layered defenses. All designed to prevent you from receiving advice, which is extremely based. Yes. But I want to be clear, like, I'm living the good life both materially and spiritually, which I view as rewards for um, my, my, um, the, the way, I guess, uh, providential rewards for. Um, so the providence comes first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Always. Providence. Okay. Uh, fine. I only just because, and I, this is the reason why. We just said, and I think we resoundingly agree, the only experts that are correct are the ones that agree with me. Yes. Because, because what, what we, we believe, believe is correct. correct. We know this. We know this. It's providential. How do they see it? How do the how does the person who we disagree with see it? Let me let me answer that question way we with a question. Who the fuck cares? That's who a, cares? Aaron, they don't like the cut of our jib. Oh well, many such cases. Now there's a difference, pause between the way that you just communicated it and the way that mm-hmm. he just communicated it. Aaron is, this is what I love about Aaron. He's a tribalist. He's a pure tribalist. It's a powerful thing. You just communicated because they're going to think of the exact same thing. Like they have the exact same way of being like, yes, there's truth uh, in what I believe. And I don't know what they believe. Weirdos probably. But we know that they're incorrect. Why are they incorrect? Because they're living their truth and we're living God's truth. It's very powerful. Clap emoji. Clap Clap emoji. emoji. I really do feel that. Oh, yeah. I really do feel. I really do feel that we we are the experts are only as good as my intuition says that they can be. Even though they're experts and I'm not. I do feel that I've got the tool that is the most reliable tool for discerning whether or not what's even going to be said could be true. And that's my intuition, my human intuition. And I don't the know if sniff it's that sniff test, good. right? The metaphysical nose. That's, that's not to say discernment is easy. Discernment is a process. And you can get it wrong. And you can get it wrong. But if you do get it wrong then maybe there's a reason why you got it wrong. Maybe it's providential that you got it wrong. When you're living under that bridge (laughs) (laughs) and you're taking it up. When you feel the plunge of that syringe in your last good vein. (laughs) (laughs) Now here's another radical axiom that I've noticed. Anytime I'm wrong, there are sufficient environmental causes 
to justify my being wrong. You mean is is that to say hindsight's twenty twenty, and you can generally um, conduct a uh, a lessons learned in a uh, fairly objective way? Here's what I'm saying: I've never gotten something wrong where it was free from the context of the information wasn't presented correctly. What was given to me wasn't an accurate representation. That's what I mean. I mean, I've never been wrong without me being like, oh, Aaron, I guess I told you 5.30 today, and I'm, you know, I was late to it. Sorry, I apologize. But... I was very busy the other day, and it slipped my mind. And that is true. That's actually true. I would never have forgotten what time I told you if I wasn't so fucking busy. And doesn't it just seem like all the mistakes that I make, I've got really great reasons why. (laughs) But when the experts make mistakes... Their reasons are not good. And I'm not being sarcastic. I mean this sincerely. When I make mistakes, they're reasonable mistakes. When the experts do, they're not ever reasonable mistakes. Um, no, because I've made mistakes in my life that, um, that looking back on it, were, were not reasonable. And I mean, from from when I first initiated the process that led to the mistake, I probably could have done more to know that I was going to make that mistake. Now we all have though. And when we have instances like that, it's due to some intentional breach of the process we've articulated already. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or you don't have the process down pat yet. You're just not mentally mentally proficient enough to, to make it into a process. But 10 years later, you realize that there is a process. <laughs> so you're leaving, Aaron, you're leaving open the possibility that someone can poorly interpret something true. Yeah, just, you know, like make a fly-by-night decision. Um and then from that decision, branch off into ever more decisions that affect ever more people more deeply. And then, um, you know, after years, circle back to that initial decision okay. and, um, you know, look, look on the ashes that you've that you've wrought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I agree. I just wanted to do a full exploration of that because I do feel like when I'm in a situation where I need an expert, it's only ever experts who pass my sniff test. And then whenever I get anything wrong and the expert does something wrong or whatever, you know, it was, oh, I was misled because they did something or they had a thing. It's always been a matter of seeking truth has always been I'm absolutely correct. (laughs) And even when I'm not correct, I'm still correct. It's just there's factors that weren't accounted for. So if I can just throw this out there, maybe this is just a result of me thinking that same exact way my whole life but I can't comprehend how anybody could not think that way. I don't know. I I think I've had my, my identity rocked. My, my, my view of my own competence 
and my own goodness rocked a couple times. Yeah. And, um, you know, that shakes you to your core and it causes you to reevaluate um, your process if there ever was one and um, really make you um, change your worldview and how you relate to um, other people and how you go about um, decision-making. I'm going to have to think more about it. I like believe it, it, you, Aaron. I really sincerely do, but I'm not sure how many of those moments I've had. And yeah. perhaps that's the sin of pride on my part right there. But No, I mean, if you've gotten by so far without being absolutely rocked, then um, there's, I mean, I there's a good chance that you might, that you might continue that indefinitely, which is good because, <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be if you're on the wrong path and you don't know it, you know, we get back true, to yeah. being deceived because then you have to start from scratch and it sucks. Unshakable self-confidence. I don't know how I get things wrong that. all the time, but it's never just not me. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> It's never you have to just remember, me. I was I was a cringe atheist for 25 years, and now I'm not. So something in me for got a long rocked. time too. You're a personal responsibilitarian. Yeah, yeah, I was. How dare you? <laughs> How do you feel about personal responsibility now, Aaron? Do you do you think that some people can't be responsible? Yes, absolutely. Some people simply can't be responsible. They don't have the capacity for personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. They have, they, like, we're talking about adults. Yes. Adults. Yes. They don't what have do you, the so capacity. So, what do you do? Do you throw those people in an asylum? Um, no, you find people to manage them. Man, okay. Yeah. They need you to are, be managed. You make me sick. You know that? <laughs> you, that's a, that is such a terrible thing to say. <sighs> you need managers. Managers, managers get everything wrong, which is what we're talking about. But the good thing about managers is that when they get it wrong, they're completely interchangeable. And it, let's again, manager. let's just say it's only managers that w that we agree with prior to them giving <laughs> any advice. Is you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're they're experts. <laughs> it's like man. <laughs> what, what, do you under like there's there's See, now a, now I'm in a class hmm. interest mode <laughs> there's a there's a there's something unfolding like the gravity of a simple thing like well i'm usually right uh, intuitively about who's an expert just unfolds into i have created atlantis and it's out there somewhere <laughs> and and i know exactly how everything in it needs to be composed it's just looking for the other people who'll help build atlantis with me this yeah. is one of those moments where you'll see someone post like you forgot to attach the giga chad right <laughs> well i'm trying to yeah what i'm trying to say is you forgot aaron, to attach the attachment in your email what i'm trying to say is that <laughs> what aaron is saying about i know an expert because i trust my own framework and interpretation and what i'm saying which is i've never i don't think i've ever been wrong alone about something that mine at first felt more like confident and, and arrogant. They're both really arrogant because <laughs> we've both suggested yeah. that at the end of the day, we know exactly what that fucking structure needs to look like. 
And maybe that's true. Maybe we really do know exactly what it needs to look like, but doesn't it just sound arrogant? What it I'm does. saying is it might be a good thing. Yeah. Might be good to be a little bit arrogant. Well, that's where it's you get the concept it's, it's, of swagger uh, and certainty from, right? Right. Yeah, it's yes. it's confidence in your in your knowledge base about something that you know exactly. a lot about. Exactly. When I agree with it, it's confidence, and when I don't, it's arrogance. Yes. And that's fine. Yes, that is fine. I'm just, it's, that is fine. Actually, that's true. That's how it has to work. And if you believe that you're wrong about stuff, I feel like that's a bad thing. You may yeah, look back and I don't and know go, how you I can allow... Wrong. How can a person allow themselves to think they are wrong? Um, it usually has something to do with their their a change in their condition whether material spiritual or whatever something how, how, brings about a change okay how do you feel about this statement the statement is i am more close to the truth now than i have ever been um i believe that that's a default present tense yeah. And so it's true but not necessarily in the way it's presented <laughs> okay okay I think I agree with you, but I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> well, so I'm when intuiting you're that, correct. That's a piece of, I don't know if that's corpo psychology or pop psychology, but I've heard that turn of phrase used to evaluate people and their decision making before. And the way it's used or the way I've seen it framed is a false dichotomy, right? Okay. It's, it's not about actually being closer to the truth tomorrow or yesterday it's about being in a state where you believe you are closer to the truth at all times you know the truth needs to be present with you in the now so of course you're always closer to the truth because it's the it's about being closer than actually arriving at it we know objective truth is real whether or not we'll actually reach it is impossible to know but of course you are closer because all of life needs to be about getting closer and being close. Am I making any sense at all? Yes. And I think it makes me think about if you're somebody who believes that there is no such thing as objective truth, you would probably always answer. No, not necessarily. Probably the case. And I just, I can't comprehend being that person. The question was, the question was sort of about like, you know, doctors, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Do you feel like you're getting closer towards the truth? What is it, the older you get or whatever as time yeah. goes by? Fucking am I more right than doctors as every year goes by? Yes. Yes, There's 100%. For sure, right? Because I'm, I'm, I, got, I don't know why. That's what I don't know. That's all. We're never going to figure it out. My penis has been hurting for weeks, and there's no expert better than me to figure out what's going on. <laughs> and I don't have a framework for that. Ugh. <laughs> weeks I, i'm sorry to hear that bird i'm laughing at the situation not at your pain i'm sorry no to dick hear doctors that. there's no dick doctors who can who are brighter than me no you need to find a urologist with a strong jaw and <laughs> do you know i did once do you know that I, when i'm i'm not i my penis was hurting at a time in my life mm -hmm. and i did have a doctor his name was like christopher something and his last name was 
something Byzantine, very <laughs> Byzantine. And he was an Aryan Chad. He had ginger hair and piercing blue eyes and a chiseled jaw. And he and he took one look at my dick and he said, "You need 600 milligrams of Advil <laughs> and a prescription for three straight weeks." Yeah. And did you and say, he, "Okay, doctor," and then take the Advil? And for sure, I fucking did both of those things, and it worked. Yes. Yep. It actually worked because yes. he because he was the only doctor yeah. who I ever trusted. I had an Asian guy who did my knee. He fixed my knee. And then, like, two weeks later, he was like, so how's your knee doing? And I was like, it doesn't feel fixed. And he went, you'll get better. And I didn't get better. Because he had a weak jaw. He was hot Chinese. Balding at 35. Balding at 35, probably. And you could tell he had a lot of student debt. And you can tell that the other guy didn't have a lot of student debt. You know... I don't want to get us too far off topic here. <laughs> we haven't even said, started the news. <laughs> you said balding already at 35. Really I'm rough. thinking to myself that I know Zoomers going bald already at like 23. That's amazing. But that's a good thing, isn't it? Isn't balding no. testosterone? Well, uh, it's that sort of. can be a factor. But I think that's cope from people who are going bald with low T levels. You know what else is could be a factor? Uh, carrageenan, niacinamide, ingesting <laughs> well, a lot go, of. Are you uh, going bald? Pyridoxal. <laughs> Wait, we no, just I had this a, whole conversation about truth. Thick head of hair. We just had this whole conversation. We just had this whole thing about truth, and and you are going to stick to drinking one of those things every day. Yes. And what Why expert has he? confirmed for you that drinking it is good? Because all can, of those it, guys with those chiseled jaws are going to tell you it's not good. But I'm a guy with a chiseled jaw, and no. I drink it. <laughs> <sighs> I have a thick head of hair, a chiseled jaw. I'm going to the gym. You have a beard. No, like, I will send you a picture of my hair follicles. They are dense. <laughs> Like, I have no male pattern baldness whatsoever. None. And I am 35 years of age. (laughs) If it was going to happen, it would have already happened. All right. This is what I'm an expert on. Hello, everyone. It took us a long time to get here, but we got here. We're here at TLE Nation, your station for news all across the nation. Aaron, thank you for joining me as always. It's great to see you. Uh, Pause. wonderful to have you on TLE Nation, my friend. We're going to do a lot of news today. There's a war brewing in Niger at the moment, fellas. I don't know if you've seen this. Is that the one where they've got like a coalition of six nations ready to roll in? Oh, yes, my brother. Niger is, as you know, a member. And thank you to Matthew Lewis, a Patreon subscriber, for hooking me up on this. He sent me maybe three sentences, but it's at least 2,000 characters. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's no very little punctuation being practiced and no enters. It's all one paragraph. You know what? Currently, That's how we know a real expert. He just spat this out. Yeah, this is for sure. Currently, Nigeria, Niger, Mali, West Africa, and Ghana are in a protection coalition of nations. The Anshem regime of Niger uh, has been overthrown, and there are influences in the economy and in resource management uh, involving the French. There's also, at this present moment, China has been injecting money into the region in order to form economic development projects to help build up their logistical pipelines. So as we spend money in Ukraine, China is finally getting what it wants by supporting a six-nation coalition in Africa, presently overthrowing French occupation. Um, Black Lives Matter? I don't know. This is a good thing. I will say this. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. And I'll tell you why. Because... From a standpoint of uh, China needs its own Afghanistan and it's happening. Do we think it's going to get that far? Uh, it's the interesting thing is that the United States is involving itself in kind of the way that China involves itself in all of our little wars like this. We're doing a lot of COINTEL Pro stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a big movement, Black Lives Matter movement in africa right now um decolonization it's very it's very very cleverly connected the humanitarian movements to nationalization projects for these countries the nationalization projects of course so there's these are all just like this is china building up its sphere of influence but pause to your point are they going to get anywhere this is africa we're talking about i don't think so I certainly don't think so. Yeah, oh, China no, is I'm no not France. Get anywhere as in is this going to be their Afghanistan? Are they going to oh, go I in hot sure enough so. to get there? Oh, I sure I'm, hope so. I mean, it's it's a win-win either way because I think we can all agree that if China succeeds wildly and manages to expropriate resources from a from an African nation, then that helps build up that multipolarity we so sorely need in this world. And uh, if China gets itself into a military quagmire and a a continuation of the Cold War it has with the U.S., um, then, you know, China takes an L, and we also like that. We like that China takes an L. We like that China takes an L because we're Americans. So... um, Good. Glad to glad that that's happening. Uh, do you guys have any TLE Nation relevant news? I'm going to go check the betting lines for Donald Trump. Well, so, gosh, I guess I don't know about news items because I don't want to steal a fellow journalist's thunder. But we saw the Tucker tweet, right? About the guy, Obama fucking the guy? Yes. <laughs> I posted it in the news planning yeah. group chat. Yeah, let's um, Yeah, let's pull that up here for a second. Hopefully my audio is connected properly. Uh, you may you don't hear yourself. need to spend forever on it, but I just wanted to know how you guys were feeling there. Well, let's let's kind of let's play the minute Trust. long and we'll see. This guy that's in Okay. 
you're just a guy who's in town for the night and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort and next thing I know he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. Who just asked the obvious question, what was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional or that he's bisexual or like what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. And there it is. <sighs> Obama's gay and smokes crack. He should be a co-host. <laughs> Aaron, is this one of those guys that's past your like can can be telling the truth check? Um, you know, a part of me is wondering what due diligence Tucker Carlson did on this guy's story. That's exactly what I was wondering about it too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I love Tucker, but at the end of the day, he is kind of a journalist, so he might be a little bit retarded. But um, I'd I'd love very much to know what due diligence he did. Isn't it almost too good to be true that he finally has a smoking gun on this? After Tom Clancy was killed to cover up this information. <laughs> Wait, I don't know that story. You're going to have to go through that one. <laughs> oh, dude, that's an Obama, early Obama, Boomer Khan conspiracy. That's just top notch. He had Clancy assassinated, man. Allegedly. Just for the sake of the show, I have to say it. Because <laughs> they just killed the other guy he was fucking, and you could easily be next pause. Yes. Yes, I could. <laughs> Larry Sinclair is the name of the man who alleged that Obama bought and smoked cocaine before they had sex together in 1999. Uh, this was when he was the senator. He was gearing up for a presidential run. Uh, it was, you know, it emerged a long time ago, 2008. Carlson comes back and he says that on Wednesday he's going to be releasing information about how it's very clear that he was having a gay affair. This isn't the first time he's talked about this. Um, he's talked about it on Fox News. I don't think he's ever been sued for it, but I don't know. All of these details were released and self-published in Sinclair's 2009 book, Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair, Cocaine, Sex, Lies, and Murder? And Murder? And Murder. So and murder. There's, yeah. there's two options. Either he has the documents or he, this interview is going to be conducted with vocabulary that precludes him from any legal action. Yeah. Like, so one of the pieces what, what of evidence in on that was he was introduced to me as Barack Obama. That's a very carefully worded statement. It absolutely is. So it could go either way. Well, because his name isn't Barack Obama. <laughs> you know that, right? 
It's Barack Hussein Obama. No, no, no. He his birth name is like Barack. It's like Barry, whatever. Oh fuck! I yeah, maybe. Hold on. He's his name. He lit. Yeah. So for most of his life, he went by Barry Soetoro. For his entire Catholic elementary school uh, upbringing, through uh, a private preparatory college school, you know, he went by the name Barry Soetoro. So that, I mean, that being introduced to him as Barack Obama might just be relevant in that sense. He went Could by be. another name for most of his life until it was convenient for him to start running for government. This guy's fucked up, man. You, you know that he was brought up in Jakarta by an Indonesian CIA cell. Yep. Indisputable. Yep. He killed his, for, he, he killed his PhD uh, um, advisor, allegedly, by giving him cancer. Allegedly, by giving him cancer. That was in that was in Hawaii. See, now I do believe the the cancer. I believe the cancer gun exists, but how would he have gotten access? Allegedly, I it's he. It was something he acquired during his PhD uh, anthropology work. He got the cancer gun by being a doctoral (laughs) student. Okay. I, guess, I don't know. That's I'm all reading it takes. from Wiki Spooks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what. I don't know, man. I don't know. He's gay. That's not that hard to believe. He was the first black president of Harvard Law Review. Also, very important to know that. Um, no, but uh, it's it, Obama's uh, in deep. He's in deep, and other people are pretty in deep to him too. So um, they killed the one guy. I don't know why they haven't killed this guy, but they killed the other guy. Uh, the the chef. Yeah, they haven't killed this guy. I don't really understand what that's all about either, frankly. Um, that news story dropped real fucking quick, didn't it? It sure did, and we still don't really know what was going on with that there. Um, so okay, here's what the moment we've all been waiting for. Let's 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 hear the betting line for Donald Trump. Presently, fellas. The odds are plus 250 for Donald Trump. It's gone up. It's gone up. Last week it was 300. So, so bet 100, you, get 250? Bet 100, get 250. Last week, or last week it was like bet 100, get 300. So people are getting more sure about this guy now over the week. Are any of you guys going to lay some action on that? We're waiting a few weeks, but we are, Yes. We're waiting a few weeks, but we'll get you in on it when we decide to put some money down. Because I don't think this is as bad as it gets for Donald Trump, so I think that line can get better. Oh, yeah. I, I bet think you can, I, th- I, think we, I think you can get to about 380, maybe four bills, when it's really dark for him. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm going to put my money down. Is not financial advice, but I would say it's be about four, plus 400 would be what you want to get in. Because that's going to be... You know, minus a thousand by the time the, you know, after Joe drops out because he can't walk anymore and they have to put Kamala or Gavin Newsom in. So, and then I I guess the problem is the bet only pays out if Donald Trump actually wins, which we know that's fixed. So, figure out. When they have to put Michelle in. Did you know about that pause that she's doing really well right now in the bets? Michelle Obama? No kidding. Mm hmm. She's like third behind uh, Biden and. Trump. 
She's like third. Gosh, you know what? I just love wagering so fucking much, guys. I really do. We're going to get some money in on this, probably 50 bucks or whatever. We'll have to agree on an amount just so that we got some stakes in this because I I really do think that this is going to be a big line for us. Oh, gosh. Hey, you know what? Real quick before we wrap, can I just give a shout out to Scratch Tickets? I've been way back into it the past few days. Love them. What are those? What do you mean? I don't know that term. Scratch off lottery tickets. Oh, yeah, you're doing the lottery? Very nice. Well, I turned five bucks into 30, and then 30 into 40, so... Oh, shit. Hell now, yeah, dude. I'm going to see lottery... how far I can play that forward over the next few days. <laughs> does your state lottery have a uh, crossword puzzle scratch ticket? Yes. All right. Good. That's a sign <laughs> of a good state lottery. <laughs> And you know what? A lot of people hate those, but that might be my favorite, just because the dopamine release is longer, having to chisel out each letter. Yep. Very they, fun. They knew what they were doing. We we are just gamblers on this show. All right, we're going to make some money next week. We'll figure that out, fellas. We have to figure that out. Um, keep your eyes up for Vivek Ramaswamy. If you've seen him anywhere, please check in on him. And... Um, Somebody else has to say it. I can't. I can't tell people to put two hands on the wheel. Pause. Can you remind our listeners of uh, their road safety rules? Yes. Today, in our car memorial segment, please keep two hands on the wheel. Rest in peace. He should have worn that seatbelt. He should have worn that seatbelt. Rest. He should have cleaned the trash off the floor of his passenger side. Check the Patreon for the obituaries that we read out to him. No, don't do that. 